Hello there to all my beautiful listeners from all over the world. I have been checking the stats and might I say it is looking good. Keep sharing those links. Remember, you can always find me on Facebook, on Instagram at Dionce Nares. And then you can catch me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all over the place. Welcome to this week's edition, episode number two of Variety with Dionce. Just recapping learnings from last week. We had the most interesting show with a couple of um, activists from all over Namibia. And I am telling you, they gave us such powerful things to walk away from. Lesson number one, be kind to each other right be considerate um and also trans people can respond they're actually being nice to you you know trans people can retaliate you heard the ladies last week were ready to throw down punches and do all kinds of things just to be able to protect themselves and lastly if you just can't be all those things well darling drink your water and mind your own business as we enjoy our wines and live our lives fabulously right this week i have wonderful beautiful gorgeous ladies with me in the most remotest of areas you know we host from all over the place in the most informal settlements um to be able to bring you fruitful real life stories of real life trans people doing real life things in jay so this week we're talking gender affirming healthcare services gender affirming healthcare services for trans bodies very essential stuff we're talking hormone replacement therapy reassignment and what that looks like in namibia as well as to what extent the ladies have been exposed to these things so without further ado i know you love hearing the sound of my voice but let me introduce the fabulous ladies or shall i allow them to introduce themselves i know i have like forever things that i want to say because i can introduce them as the hairstylist extraordinaire makeup and nail technician extraordinaire all those things but i shall hand over to the ladies ladies welcome um to a fabulous wonderful relaxed discussion we are by the way fyi chilling over wines and snacks just so you know you are missing out the fun so ching ching ladies please by all means introduce yourself to the humans of the world Hi, I am Memory Hochebes. I am a hairstyler and a new makeup artist. That's something that I've just learned too. Yeah. Yes, and I am sitting here with a lovely face beat with Miss Mems, my darling, as the artist. Keep a lookout on my Instagram and my Facebook. Those will be flashing all over the place. Some cannot be shared because they're a little bit inappropriate. We wanted to do things for the children. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Madame. Hello, hi. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and I'm confirming, I am Miss J Dupont in the building. As you could hear already, it is led with wines. But other than that, um, I am a new student in Hedu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, right. Anybody that knows Deonce so, and spots me knows my hair gets done by. But that's not all. You know? I have a lot of things. Like, I'm a caring partner, mm-hmm. I'm a sister, mm-hmm. I'm an aunt. Uh-huh. Maybe yet in the near future, I might become a mother. So, watch out. And a wife. <laughs> all those things. <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> 
Mem says, no marriage formed against me shall prosper. We will see when you meet the, the one. Somewhere along the line, I might just invite you ladies back so we talk about relationships and all those things. Oh nice trans, you know what? <laughs> oh dear. Very interesting. <laughs> a conversation for another day. But okay, um, we have apologies from all our other guests. We had... Um, some very influential ladies that we also wanted to invite but you know busy activist schedules so um it's just me and this voluptuously lovely ladies and we jump into the conversation right away um and i guess the first thing that we really want to know as listeners is what does gender affirming healthcare services mean to you what what is that right um as a trans person living in namibia what is it um, and what does it look like in Namibia? I think just to start off, for me specifically or personally, I think gender affirming healthcare services, or let me just put it, hormone replacement therapy, is like amazing. Like it's, I believe that it, it is a very important part of my life because it aligns my body to the sex that I am comfortable in, or not to the sex, but to the gender that is assigned to me, right? So in other sense, or just to make it simple, I think in Namibia specifically, it is very hard to actually access these services. You need to like, I remember starting, when was it last year, early last year? And I can say last year the last three months of last year was the consistent time that i've been on my hormones because of the hormones being stuck out with financial difficulties and all those emotional things that comes with it so it is a very important but also something that one needs to take on personally and also with the help of other professionals to get pair with it because it is really a very draining process in terms of emotions, in terms of support, in terms of financial, in terms of like the whole setup of hormones. But mm. anyway, after all, like it has been very emotional, but yet a very fruitful journey for me. Absolutely. Mems, what's been your journey? <laughs> Share those things. What's been like what's been your experience with hormones and well, it starts with accepting yourself on the uh, gender affirming because like you need to go through physically, emotionally, mentally to go on that steps because it's not an easy thing because there's depression, moon sweets that go or go through the different different stages that you go through, your body started to have changes so you need to take care of yourself and love yourself Mostly I will say love yourself because like that's one of the things that help you in the process that you're going through because as much as it is like when I heard about gender affirming I was like okay it's going to make me look beautiful but I really know about the risks that comes with so sometimes you need to be careful of the process or have a better understanding on the process that you want to go through which tablets that you want to go through or how you see yourself in the next future. So now share with us, right? what kind of, like, what's the do's and the don'ts in terms of hormones? Because we know the girls are out there doing a risky ass stuff to be able to, you know, and maybe as we talk about, let's discuss how 
Is it is it a must for all trans people to transition? No, I don't think it's a must. Like, not all transgender people want to be on homes, and that's one thing that we need to understand. Not only based on the fact that you want it, but sometimes it could be your health that doesn't allow you to be on hormones. Or sometimes it could also be financial constraints that can hinder you not to get on hormones. But however, I know this is a very very big issue that we have in Namibia in terms of hormones. Because a lot of ladies are using contraceptives and all other sort of things. Because the first thing that you need to do is you need to be emotional and psychologically ready in terms of the process that you are undertaking. And secondly, the other thing is there's so many <laughs> tests that you need to go through in terms of what your blood type is, your liver, like there's so many things. So for me, it is a matter of maybe information in terms of what is gender affirming entailing and what is it all about that we first need to have in Namibia in terms of making trans people that might want to go on hormones to understand what are the advantages, disadvantages. There's so many other things because I can tell you, Harley. Oh my God. Hey, now now tell us, tell us, share it. Transphobia is on another level, I'm telling you. After you go through hormones <coughs> and you start, people start seeing changes. <laughs> then again, it's another conversation, <laughs> another level of transphobia that comes because like it's maybe the makeup of our country or maybe the state of our country that people don't have an open mind in terms of or people don't know that this kind of service is available so it is really a very <laughs> this process <laughs> is draining so again, so again it comes down to educating people yes like, like they haven't been that much of information on gender affirming in years that way going through most of the ladies that who has transitioned through have done through public and private doctors not public sorry but through private doctors and there haven't been information that was gathered on like on gender affirming and yeah you know just that <laughs> what must you say like going through that process and like the community it starts with you because like the process is like okay this morphine the community sees you as a morphine mm. that is now starting to get boobs now it's again the stigma and discrimination again double because like how can a man have got boobs you know so it's more like information sharing needs to happen i know it it takes a toll right i i remember was it just last week man or was it in this week last week i think i went to see my doctor right uh, and it's i know for me it's been a struggle in terms of just even finding a doctor to be able to access hormones mm-hmm. in this country. So I, I in, in terms of the state, um, trying to do my research as we set up for the show, um, but also because I work with an organization that does this stuff. Um, this dollar law that exists in the country, there's like zero. There's, there's zero in terms of state facilities that offer the services. Um, and I, I kept hearing Miss J bringing up the financial constraints that comes with it, right? Because um, it's expensive, it's costly, but it is a needed journey for trans people to be on 
because we need to affirm our gender, right? Um, and sometimes for some of us, the ultimate change um, of the body and transformation is what we need to be able to. So I'm on my way to my doctor. I get, and it starts, right? It starts at the taxi because now I'm on hormones and I want to flesh my titties Ooh. because they've started to grow. <laughs> um, outing myself. But yes, so I'm flashing my titties, I'm out there, you know, I'm like, I'm so proud of the developments in my body. And then I walk, I, the taxi, I, I sit in the front and let me say, what the cherries at the back, it's like, they literally have a whole conversation around. Now the one says, the top it's just like complimenting my top and how my titties are situated. And then the other one says, titties, you know, like. So they peek over and then they see titties and they start having a discussion around no who cremans means tata and I'm like, first of all, I'm not a man, I am a woman, right? It's just the body um that is now going through things, right? My identity and my sex at birth are two different things. But I also don't have the energy to now go into that conversation because I must also prioritize what is safe for me and what is not safe for me. Get off at the doctor, the security guard is having the same conversation. Luckily, the receptionist at the security is so nice. She comes out and she calls him to order. By the time I am done, get to the shop to get home, the same conversation is happening. I tell you, it was mentally exhausting. And I think just, just when you mentioned that, first of all, I'm not a man. Just in that essence itself, People still see transgendered people in the sex that they are born in or assigned to us. And I think that's where the problem comes in, in terms of um, a lot of people trying to understand. Because I understand in our country, there was mostly, or community, let me say our communities that we are based in, only gay and lesbian were known. And transgender seems to be a very new thing. Even if you try to explain, that's one of the hardest things that I stupidest and something that always frustrates me is to explain to people every oh. single day of my life that no I'm not gay I am trans like I'm not gay I'm trans like until when and now it's more worse now it's like you have a beautiful body just I know right but like, I'm like hello <laughs> how do you say bitch. how do you this say that voice. to a man though well, can I'm, we I'm have like, that discussion you though know, you know how do you like the boobs are flashing you're all this flamboyant round round and then down there they're still because you haven't gone through vaginoplasty again another surgery that is not available in this country right so where we're finding ourselves is that so now we're able to oh there's just so much happening it's like you cannot so a lot of people are accessing hormones black market Mm. Let's, let's talk about that black market where girls are taking contraceptives that are meant for female bodies mm. and the way that stuff configures your body because a lot of them again are doing it without tests and stuff right um so which means your kidneys are at risk your livers are at risk you know and then if you do access the correct hormones and you go through the changes that you're supposed to be going through you now need to explain to the man because the country does not give you full services you must now explain to the man why there are those perfect titties here in front but downstairs there's a Susie that exists and obviously Susie is most now not flat based um, as she is most like dildo based kind of situation 
I already have a trouble with just like with my facial facial like guys most of them so we've services <laughs> it's still going on we process with that like it brings the fear to you for myself uh, for my safety as a person to be in Namibia because like you already go through stigma and discrimination and beyond then again your boobs being invisible and downstairs it's again another thing so I think it's a very big risk like it's a very so when is the right time to let somebody know it's like so because you know there's like there's like the guy that you want to hit and run at the Shabin right do you let that guy know or do you just let it go because essentially if you're gonna take him home then what happens because he is assuming that you're a cisgender female because of the developments that have happened in your body <coughs> also there are those guys that you've had like a long-term shindang thing like going on you met him probably post transition and this is like post um pre-op right if that even makes sense like just just the hormones um, so when is the right time to tell somebody I, think... I am in what year of transitioning or you know or do you even come out as a trans person there is no right but time after you've transitioned but unfortunately i think the reason why it is important to actually come out at that moment but i think it's not really a must if you know that this thing is not going <coughs> to happen even if it's a hit and run i think at the stairs of time i get like you know what hello <laughs> <laughs> we are outing our secrets with oh, this podcast, oh guys. For me, at least I have an advantage. Love. Well, yeah. you know. <laughs> but just saying. But those things. But those things change when yes. you're on the hormone. It does. It does. But somehow, somewhere, there's like a flip. There's always like there's a little giveaway. Like a little giveaway. Okay. And for me, I think. Um, Actually, in my personal love experience for this period of time, it has been a headache. A massive headache for me. Sometimes I don't even know if I know myself. Girl. I don't, I don't even know child. who this person is. Because there are so many new things <laughs> that I need to now start learning about yourself self and all that. So for me, I think, man... There is no need if you are not comfortable to come out to that person or tell the person I am like it's still at the end of <laughs> I also the year. Just feel like fuck it, Coming out yeah, to the fuck it, man. I am done and over with always explaining myself. <laughs> if you don't want, if you see this, it is for you to find out. If you ask me, I'll give you the answer. Like later on, if we go back to our room and then you wanna wara wara, I could have like you haven't asked me. Yeah. It's not my obligation to tell you. I'm not obligated to tell everybody <laughs> that I'm almost I'm trans. No ways. I don't owe you an explanation, oh, no. Mems. You had something well, for to me, say. I prefer telling the person way forward because like I have gone through so much of like telling guys like I'm a transgender. Then when it comes like no, you are not. You're a cisgendered woman. So what do you do in that case? So at that case, I'll be like telling him, no, I'm a transgendered person. And if the person still And then you must define now transgender. Transgender oh, what transgender help is. us all. I know sometimes I opt out, ne? Sometimes I get so annoyed. I go, 
Igay sa naman. Like like I'm gay but the female version. Because <laughs> sometimes it gets too much. Like too it gets much. really yes. annoying. Like I I I can't though. Like, I have a new thing now. I said I'm transgender. Please Google. Yes. Please Google. Yes. And when you are done, please come back with questions if you have any. And they'll be coming back like from which one? From girl to boy. <laughs> from girl, girl to, to boy. boy. No. <laughs> I from only it's all from vertical. It's always this question. <laughs> so you are also done there. Ah. Uh, oh no. You, you know you the, the, one. The, the lady boy. Oh. oh. So then they go. So you ha- when you say you're transgender, then they go. You have boobs. She. So we are all supposed to have boobs. So now I say yes, I have boobs. And then the next question is, so you have a dick. I'm like, nigga the fuck do you mean? I should whoop that shit out and slap your face right now. But obviously I can't say that because I'm supposed to be like this prim prim madame. Um and some of these things need to go undiscussed and undisclosed for some you peculiar reason. <laughs> well, girl, you know society and there are musts and myths. Um But let's 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 delve more into so I also have this thing where I keep saying to people, okay, so there's the element of gender affirming healthcare and then there's gender affirming itself, right? And then because for me personally, gender affirming is not as much as the reassignment surgeries and the hormone therapy, right? It's like the simple things that we do day to day for those trans people that cannot necessarily afford Hormones. Primary health, mm-hmm. right? Primary gender for me. So, there's there's the little things that we do. Like, I mean, I almost want to discuss passing now and what that means. But passing can be so fucking annoying sometimes. But there's the little things that we do to pass on a day to day basis that those of us that express. So, um, I guess mine is around the risks of those little things that we do, like the tucking. The patting, the 24 hours wearing the tight clothes. Like, what has your experience been with tucking and padding? And also as you move into hormones. This remember I said this was going to be an honest conversation that dives into your okay, lives. Okay. Right? So please share. Mems is dying. Mems, should I come to you first? Or do I go to OCJ first and then I come to you? Okay. So OCJ and Jay. Let's talk about those type Girl, I'm just gonna be raw, right? Yeah. Yes. It's all about Screw it. It's all about what? giving the people the real raw facts of our lives. Guys, it's look like I'm Like just vent, Morgan. I am vent, tearing apart in front will, of millions. And we will millions pour of you another glass. But how? Vent, however, like, personally, I think I have went through a lot in terms of the primary gender affirming, because I believe like gender affirming healthcare is not necessarily <laughs> clinical. It is about how you want to or how you are living in the gender that you. Are. Are comfortable, you know, that, that you are, that you identify as, that you know yes, you are. You because are. I always say to people, I'm busy growing into the full woman so, that I was meant to be. From the beginning stages of my knowing, like, anyway, I'm gonna say this. I used to know that I was a feminine gay boy. You know, I was, <laughs> me, I, I knew I was a morphy. 
you know and later on you said but no this gayness is not like i don't feel anything like gay mm. i don't feel anything that is associated with men is a dollar law for me mm. so there must be something else that i am and luckily i met a very beautiful group of activists that actually groomed me into this phenomenal <laughs> woman <laughs> gosh guys i met so, miss jade back then we used to fight a lot of a crowd <laughs> and then we should talk about the policing from trans woman to trans exactly. woman also I'm, i'm getting to it i'm <laughs> getting to it i'm getting to it honey so so i started with really affirming myself to the gender like talking At first I could not talk because I did not know how to talk. So always there would be someone picking on me to say Okaba not supposed to be. Okaba uh, it's not supposed to be visible. No bulge. Okaba what kind of woman is here? Fletcher and all that. And yet I decided okay fine let me do this the right way as it seems. You know the right way. The right way. The right way to be trans. I started talking. You must pet. Make up. Shaving every fucking single day. Shave. I had to remove my body hair. You know just to you know you need to be in a you certain must, you, you must pass. meet a certain criteria to actually be able to be trans. welcome into the trans community <laughs> especially here in Namibia it's tough so worth talking i can say today that i almost died of prostate cancer i only have one testicle <laughs> or should i say ovary trans ovary yeah. <laughs> yes girl corrected corrected some of our sisters will come for you uh so what call it the tivery go talking cuz with me talking became it became a part of me i would talk even when i'm sleeping at night i would talk even if i'm going to a toilet coming out of a toilet even when i am alone in my room for the whole day who mems looks like she's talk. about to faint just by hearing that <laughs> i would talk <laughs> and later on it became so unbearable in terms of there was so much pressure on my your tivery oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my autonomy what is this word your autonomy mm. yes your, your anatomy. An- anatomy anatomy yes so i had to re- doctors had to remove both of my testicles however unfortunately in namibia if i have to remove my both testicles i they would have put me on testosterone because mm-hmm. they can't their idea of yes, hormone replacement therapy, therapy give you what your body apparently needs, needs. who says my body needs testosterone so i decided and took a risk to keep one because i can't because that time i didn't know nothing about hormonal replacement therapy i had no financial you means. know means to cover all those things So those are the risks that we don't actually talk about. Mm. Cuz we believe that okay, I need to be this way in order to be respected and welcome into this circle. And you know, that is also I have carried that into my life. Now that I'm on hormones, I need to be very careful in terms of what might be the other implications that I have carried through from my Mm-hmm. primary gender affirming 
because I know nothing about it. There was lack of information. There was lack of support, lack of financial stability in terms of undertaking this process. And yet, I went through a lot of things in terms of also taking my hormones. I started with my hormones with this hormone. After a month or two, it is out of stock. So I needed to go on another hormone without even consulting my doctor because I needed to be on this just to, you know, it's so frustrating at times that always, okay, it's a little more, but you know, you know, there's something missing. There's something missing. And it's not always only from the community <laughs> side. I think it's something that is an internal thing also to an extent that you see your people will all you see your beauty but there's still a part of you missing and yet i took all those hormones later on until i really decided no i needed to take this on the right path in terms of seeing seeing a doctor even if i had to hustle hustle to just get on the medication the right medication that because i have fucked up my body a lot of times so now I am actually doing a damage control in terms of my journey on hormones. So lady, also, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh, Namibia is so violent. It is really violent in terms of trans, especially when it comes to trans femme. Namibian, I would put out activists are just violent. You need to look in a certain way to qualify being a trans woman or a trans man My you need to do certain things in order to express that let's not even talk about family because you can't have a family biological children if you are trans mm. how did you mm. so you know mm. all those things like it's so what i'm saying in ledger or in short is it is emotionally fucking exhausting and people don't want to help they don't seem to understand that but overall this is a very exciting i'm i'm gonna say it very exciting honey we'll, as i'm sitting here we will get I, to I, that exciting part yeah i want to because all you people you make it sound so nice <laughs> Mems, you were dying here when people were talking about tugging and padding and me I was want to say I want to roll out a carpet, a whole blue one. Just let's talk. Come re. You can hoy me in African. You can hoy me in Tamaratal. Wow. Hit me, show me. Well, I already had an issue with talking because, like, I really do not know how to talking because that. The <laughs> 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 <We> anatomy. <laughs> My dear, <laughs> it's a struggle, guys. Like, there are days that I go emotionally because, like, I need, order for that place to look very flat, I need to tuck. In order for me not to get that right, perfect tucking, it's just, you know, those one time that the guy said to me, Yo, she's a fat pussy. And I'm like, Oh my god, he just made it for don't you know? Work, you know? So now you get subconscious. Now you want to go check. You know, is it still fine? Is it, should I go fix it? Every time you stand up right now, just be like, the first yeah. focus. It's just shame, Nana. Shame. But I remember in my journey, before I even knew about 
gender affirming and all that there was this one incident that i was really really depressed because that time i knew i was a gay boy I'm, mm-hmm. i was a gay boy a very feminine gay a boy a very feminine gay boy and i as our late queen garage would say gay woman gay woman <laughs> there was this one morning that i needed to go to school i think it was exams but not the final exams <coughs> the moment i got out of my bed i saw something was wrong like, good morning to the glory hallelujah it took me almost it took me almost like an hour to get out of that bed and already i was so you know i was yo and here i got in front of the mirror and i see all the things on my face now i need to stand there and scrub while my tears are rolling down you know and yet you need to wear in order for people to actually be able to now i'm too feminine now i'm wearing too feminine automatically outing myself in terms of its power in your face i did have not dealt with all this process that i went through in the morning just stepping out of the house so oh mofi and they're like I did so much effort. I put so much effort in it. And yet you are telling me like it is it is your girls. So it's it's daunting. It's your, daunting. Your... So as you can hear my voluptuously lovely I I I I think to have coined the word voluptuous these days. My wonderful listeners, it's not easy to be trans general. And as you can hear from my guests it's not easy to be trans femme in Namibia and the communities they come from um it's ladies night so my neighbors are busy as you can hear um i also had a visit from a little pussy that was just meowing all over the place so if you hear those bear with us um so i guess ladies the other the other thing for me when it comes to um gender for me healthcare and going on hormones and all, all those nice things is how cuz miss j kept saying it's so nice that it's so nice and i keep saying to everybody that says that including you miss j i almost just want to say f you right um so people when you listen to this podcast please know it's supposed to be raw it's supposed to be relaxed it's supposed to be an open conversation and personal, and personal. so f you miss j and to all my other sisters my that did man. not but y'all i'm not I, i know it's a personal view i also feel like it's lovely because i i my body is becoming around and i'm glowing and my it, right? tits are coming and i find it amazing but what y'all Birches on sharing as the amount of sleepless nights you have to go through. Oh. The way this tits itch when they're growing. Oh. I love to sleep on my tummy cuz but now I can't sleep on my tummy. And outing myself to my listeners again. I am recently single because this <laughs> I have been going yes I so I've been going through a lot um with my trans <laughs> with my transition starting from the stuff that Miss J was sharing financially it's not easy because this country does not offer 
gender affirming healthcare services that the state can provide. I think it's an essential service that should be provided like any sexual reproductive health and rights service that is accessible to all other bodies because this service is needed for us as trans people to be able to realize our full selves mm. and be able to actualize our full potential. Sure. Because imagine if I have gone through my reaffirmation, I don't constantly need to be worried about, of course, I must, once I have transitioned, be able to move to a small town and disappear. Because if I've transitioned and I'm working in the same community, now I must educate the community first. Otherwise, some asshole, when I walk down the street, will forever refer to me as... It used to be a man. That one used to have a what? You know, so these are all the little stereotypes that we have to deal with. But there's <coughs> quite a lot that you go through in terms of changes. I mean, I used to, my current relate or my previous maybe relationship. We need to leave it for our relationship part? Yeah, so maybe this is a conversation for <laughs> relationship day. But I, well, the details of the conversation would have to be left to that conversation. Mm. The point I'm trying to make with this one is that I used to be pro-trans men, I guess. And I'm breaking quite a lot of trans men's hearts right now. Uh, But with the amount of changes I've been going through, I've just been having a hard time connecting to trans men. Um, And I don't know what that is all about. Um, And so me and my relationship had to end up calling it quits, right? So this is some of the risks and things that we're not talking about in terms of changes that you go through when we talk about gender affirming healthcare services and going through this particular changes. Because I know there are girls that go through relationships um, and once they've gone through all the changes, the men say, ah, I did not sign up for this, right? Because they did apparently not sign up to end up with a... I mean, what the fuck? So the whole time when you were dating me, what does that mean? But we also need to share with this journey the really, really scary stuff, right? Like the changes. There's quite a lot of hormone stockouts that we experience in this country. Um, And with regional conversations that I've been involved in, this have been, uh, seemed to be a problem all over the place. But yeah... I mean, what other nice things can we share about hormone replacement therapy? Uh, what would your advice be, right, to somebody that's trans and that is considering to transition? Before I go to that, I quickly wanted to make a note in terms of the hormone process. Like, the changes in what you're feeling differs from body to body. From depending on your age, depending on your health constraints, depending on your mental state. Like, it really... Your lineage. Yes, it really differs. Because my experience being on hormones would not be the same as another woman. Also, the process or the time that you see changes might not be the same as somebody else's Mm. for me it might be faster or slower for you it might be be the same faster or slower right but overall i think (laughs) as much they say they are fucking secret nights there are times that i feel so cold when it's fucking hot Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the hot flashes and the cold flashes. Currently, I have tolo lo tolo lo lobito in terms of sex. Ah, no sex drive, girl. <laughs> so you're like, not getting any. 
honey, I get it until a point when I go to the point, like it's poof gone. Man, so I can't, I can't really pretend was somebody and like <laughs> I was gonna out my friend <laughs> name's friend so share with us that situation friend share before I hand over to 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 to, to memory <laughs> well I hadn't known the video from beginning <laughs> and now it's so fucking high <laughs> you see okay. those are the things that I'm saying oh dear <laughs> So, so you had a high sex drive. Now it's very no. You had a low, low sex, sex drive. drive, and no. now it's very, very high. high, very high. For me, it's actually dollar Like so, my, yours is reverse. My girls know, Miss J. From huge <laughs> appetite to low it's appetite. To low, not too low even. It's to low to low appetite. Mm. Like yes. I get frustrated, especially when it comes to alcohol. Mm-hmm. When I consume alcohol, I get irritated. Like. I don't want male figure just next to me. I get so irritated. Maybe it's a sensitivity of in terms of people took so much advantages in terms of you being trans or me being trans in terms of that I was so much vulnerable in terms of love. Mm. So for me, what was love was sex. Mm. Sex was so entwined with love. Now that I'm actually realizing that it is the not so separate. separate. Now I'm just disgusted in terms of people mm. just wanting to have sex or mm. people wanted like immediately my mind will go in terms of oh so you just want to have sex with me. But or is my the sexual body. objectification not worse when you are on hormones? It is. Okay. Like it when is. your tits are out there, people, they all start having this female fantasy and lady boy yes. fantasies. Because recently I broke up with a guy that actually he said that you know what I really I like you if you are I don't know what the word nature of means and oh oh no it reminds me of this relationship I had girl like, and then I was telling him about I want to so I, I want to start my transition. medical transitioning process right and then he says to me yeah, no problem. I support you in whatever you want to do. Uh, so you're just going to get the boobs. I mean, that's just the beginning. I want to go all the way and yeah, get a whole okay. vagina, right? The moment I say that, he looks like he's going to drop dead. dead. So I'm like, what do you mean? So he goes, yeah, if he wanted to be with a yes. woman that has a vagina, then he could have just gotten one. What, what, what? So I'm like, so the whole time you look at me, you're thinking, what What was his words? Best of both worlds. Yes, exactly. I don't know. Maybe ah. it's a new thing. It's a new thing. Best of both worlds. So now I, he wants somebody with boobs and a dick. I had the same experience. Like the thing is like, what I had in that situation was like, he told me like, that down person mm. between my legs that I don't want to call even the name of it. It's like a best friend for him. That mostly that's like attract. That's what attracts him. Nigga, please, girl. That that nigga was lucky. I did not have stilettos on. I was sitting naked in his bed. I got the hell up. I packed my clothes up and I put my coat on and I said I will go get dressed at home. Take me. Oh, that's where it ended. 
but before we actually go into the another step mm. there's one very important aspect that we are forgetting which is the family mm. Yes, the so the next part. question was going to be Oh, sorry, sister girls How do, yes, yes, girls Yes, I said those wines are doing the work It's the wines The wines are doing the work, literally um, So, <laughs> we're making plans for the wines More wines to come, darling, more wines to come Um. So, the question I wanted to really ask was around family members and how we come out to family members i know if i must just overshare again um i tried having a conversation with my parents around me going on hormones and the whole surgery thing my mom looked like she was gonna have a heart attack because again i keep saying to people i'm a pk so i'm a pastor's kid uh, <laughs> so for me it's quite double the trouble Funny enough, my dad got it. My mom still had troubles with it. She's kind of made peace with me self-expressing. I, now that I'm having this conversation and it's about to go viral, need to pick up the phone and have the conversation with my mom around going through the final changes. I know I've spoken to my sister and my sister has said my mom will probably have a mini stroke. But also for me is that... I've delayed it for so long because I've always been, what would my mother say? What would my siblings say? And I think the journey, as much as it's for me, is about other people, but it's mostly for me. And I really had to make up my mind and say, I'm doing this for me and I cannot keep delaying it anymore. And I think my sister was saying, get it done, put it across as such to your mom and she might get it. So, um, how do we deal with family and friends, think, let alone society? I think as much as, like I have been very arrogant in terms of saying that in my life, I have given people so much power over my life in terms of what is good for them or what is best for me in terms of their eyes. I have had, as you said, have a conversation, but not about me. My way of actually dealing with my family is I would use somebody's situation just to start a conversation. Like get a case study. A case study. So out of that, like I could get so many nasty and horrifying comments that make me scared in terms of, okay, if they think about this person like that, what if I have to pull out? But then at the point I have decided, you know what? I do, I don't owe you that, or I don't need any approval. I don't. That's my own personal opinion. Ladies, sorry. No, girl, I, don't, I agree. I I'm not applying for a fucking approval. job. Okay. If I had to come tell you, if I have to come tell my parents about my transition, it's about out of courtesy. Because mm. the end of the end of the day, it is about my happiness and my productivity in terms of my life. But I think our parents also needs, or family needs, professional help in terms of psychological help. Um, because at some point I have really understand where my mom was coming um, from in terms of, you know what, I gave birth to you, I raised you, I had these plans for you, I understand all this. 
but one sometimes what we do wrong is whom we give people like proof as a shock and then we expect people to especially or we expect them to understand us at the moment but it takes a lot of time especially with a parent it takes a lot of time to actually accept and be able to live with it mm. so i think there's a lot of things that needs to be done again i'm talking in terms of namibian context yes and how our parents and how our generation has been it is a very difficult but a very necessary process in terms of educating people on transgenderism people only understand transgender as a gender dressing in an opposite clothing which is wrong and sometimes we get away with it however it is about time that we actually sit down people and have a very frank and open conversation in terms of what is in the 21st century and what is possible for me it's like i really do not need them to tell them that i'm like going a transition and because like what the fuck needs to tell them did they tell me that before they give birth to me that did they tell me like i want to have a baby or something it really happened <laughs> they didn't so, check with you you know <laughs> oh my dear if they have checked with me ah. so, so i really do not need already. to tell them like <laughs> and for honestly i think parents have or they see the children from beginning of their birth how this child is because you can see it in your children like this children all of between this children this one it's different from other ones so for me to coming coming back to them to tell them like look this is who i am it doesn't make sense because like they were the ones who were supposed to already pick it up from beginning like who i am going or who i am you know yeah and for them to make a plan behalf of myself like i don't need them to make a plan for my future make a plan for me i understand they give birth to me but it doesn't mean that you need to make a plan for me because like, i can decide on my own for my happiness you know my body my choice, choice bodily autonomy things ladies as we wrap up any last words because we have come to the end of this voluptuous little lovely evening Last any last things any last things you oh need to God. say you each I, have like a minute i just fuck family oh fuck all oh you don't need to come out to anyone love yourself for who you are be proud of yourself whatever steps that you take because like no one will love you the way that you love yourself there we go you've heard it from miss mem oh, miss wow. jane oh wow she said it darling you know i have so many things to She's say dropped but the anyway bomb. um the last words that i would actually give to is an advice to people especially transgender people that wants to go on or wish to or that will go on future on hormones that do the right thing take the necessary steps be considerate and also do this to actually make you happy and not to please other people so there you've heard it from the ladies themselves that have been going through gender affirming healthcare um in Namibia particularly in Vintuk and we're not even 
we have not even scratched the surface with how many people across Namibia want to access gender-affirming healthcare services. Now, here are the facts when it comes to gender-affirming healthcare services. Gender-affirming healthcare services are a much-needed SRHR service for trans-diverse bodies to be able to affirm who they are. Gender-affirming healthcare services should be a service provided by all ministries of health across any country, anywhere in the world to be able to affirm trans bodies. Trans people do not owe you an explanation for who they are. They do not need your permission to be able to transition. They do you a courtesy when they let you know of these things. Parents also need to make sure that they find a place of understanding for their kids siblings need to trans people also to an extent need to take up a responsibility where they must take time to educate their closest their siblings their family so that they are able to integrate and reintegrate into societies so that we don't necessarily have to feel like Deonce does when you're done transitioning and you've gone through your hormones and you get your vaginoplasty and you've moved to a small town where nobody knows and you don't need to explain and the next husband you find, you tell, eh, I cannot have kids because I had my ovaries removed. Because <laughs> that has been my life plan. <laughs> but but yes, so you also do not want to be deceptive to other people. These are the facts. These are the realities of trans people in Namibia. You've heard it here first. If you have any questions, please do find me via my other social media handles. Um, We will be coming to you soon via YouTube, Instagram stories, Instagram live. Um, But in the meantime, you can find the link to this podcast via my Instagram at Deonce Naris. And you can also find it via my Facebook at Deonce Cleopatra Naris. Um, And with that, catch me again next week. Same time, obviously, the link being cross-shared at Broad Hours. It was nice chatting with you all. It was nice chatting with you, ladies. Thank you so much for making time with us. It was trans-fabulous. It was trans-tastic. It was transformative. Darling, it was all things trans. Um, Catch me again next week as we share what would be a very interesting story keep a lookout again on my facebook social media handles um for what we will be discussing next week oh my transpians transfabulous people this is me signing out ciao ciao Adios.